What's up, everyone? We're back. We are back. (laughs) (laughs) You have reached Dear Me Podcast, where we talk about a plethora of topics that we never learned as children. And now we're struggling adults. Just kidding. Not really. I just realized you got your Bluetooth in like you're like a fancy official corporate person. Literally, I stole this from my work computer because <laughs> the mic is still packed up. So hopefully you guys can hear me okay. I'm I'm looking all corporate over here. Yeah, she's like, excuse me, I'm on a business call. <laughs> you're out here Don't looking like me. Angelica's mom on Rugrats. Um, yes, she was always busy with business. Faxes and cell phones and <laughs> earpieces and so many fax machines. <laughs> okay, so back it up a little bit. For those who don't know, my name is Tammy. Hello. Oh, yeah, I'm Brian. <laughs> <laughs> and now you can go ahead and listen to us ramble for the Yeah, next. it's been a while. We're rusty. We're rusty for sure, but excited, though. We're finally I know. back. It feels good to be back. It's been, let's see, what is this, June? It's been six months, girl. Six months. <laughs> it's Whoa. been six months. Like, if I was pregnant, I'd be starting a third trimester by now. Well, almost, but yes. Yes. almost. Yeah, you're right. Almost. <laughs> but yeah, girl, it's been a while. So yeah. let's start like, with, right. you know, what have you been up to? What has been going on? Well. A lot, right? Since December, I have been doing a business, um, doing the a one business. that I've been doing the whole time before, <laughs> same one, so still that one. So, hey, I haven't gone bankrupt yet. I'm not living out of cardboard box, so. Yep. Great news. Doing- yep, doing great. <laughs> I have, uh, since then I actually think opened and started another business. Yeah. The baking business. Um, mm-hmm. So I bake now. <laughs> I mean, you've been baking, but now I, you make yes, money for it. I've been baking, but now I make money from it. That's exactly yeah. the right description. So, um, but that's been fun. Um, it's been challenging. Mm. I have been very tired and have been learning <laughs> how to manage my time yeah. um, and my sleep as well as well as add in some things that I enjoy as well you know I would like to not be just a work person you know right. my kids sometimes you know they're pretty cool um yeah. I mean you have a so, personality you know so yeah you know I'm not a uh what's his name Jordan Belford or whatever from Wolf of Wall Street oh yes <laughs> I'm Pure not a, a money business. machine yes um but I mean really that's been it I've got vaccinated other than that I'm just getting ready to live my best life this summer. Um, you got both doses? For sure. Oh, yeah, you did. You did. Okay. And I'm a month mm-hmm. out, girl, so I'm fully immune. Woo-hoo! Strong. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Yes. Yeah. So I'm basically invincible now. So. Ah, okay. Yeah. I see. Um, But that's basically it. I mean, my kids are doing great. My baby's almost going to school. She's going to school this August. Oh my, my goodness. Crazy. Now, didn't they I don't think your kids were in gymnastics or anything before our last episode. 
Oh, yeah. You know, I don't think so. They're in gymnastics now. <laughs> um, they love it. They both do. They're really good at it, too. They're two and three now. So, um, And then my oldest one was in soccer for 10 weeks. Hated it. But she did it. And she finished it. Go and, ahead. You know, she liked playing soccer by herself, but not with other people. Mm. She's not a other people type of person (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be kind of uh kind of hard for her a little bit difficult in school you know um Um, (laughs) uh she's just not that good at sharing yet yeah and uh, there's a lot of sharing in soccer she doesn't like the (laughs) fact that other people can come and just kick the ball that she was kicking she's like okay but excuse me i was kicking that ball did you not see me kicking that ball how that is you, hilarious so she eventually just like stopped running and she just kind of like walked around the field during the game and was like <laughs> can i go get water now or something like she just went for just a stroll anything just anything but this it's too much for me that is so maybe so next funny. year <laughs> <laughs> wait can you please please retell the story about what happened with your kiddo today in gymnastics oh my <laughs> okay <laughs> This is very triggering for me. Okay. I understand. <laughs> I do. Um, so so they have in their gymnastics class, they do like their exercises and stuff for the first huge bit of it. And then for like the last ten minutes of class they get to play on what's called the mountain, which is like this big, crazy playground that they that the people that own the place built by hand, so it has all kind of like rock wall and it has like a foam pit and like five mm, slides and like that. it's super dope like it's really cool so nice. they have one of those and so my baby my sweet angel nyla <laughs> she is such an angel just you can see her i could just cry right now thinking about it but um <laughs> she she was playing on the they have a little spinny like captain's wheel you know, mm. like you're at the, on a ship and you're piloting, shipping, captaining the ship. I don't know. Whatever that boat, is. Whatever. Your hands are on the big pirate wheel thing, right? So she was mm-hmm. playing with that. And this little boy. <laughs> it's not a little boy. He's a big old boy. He was a big boy. Oh, he was big. Like, he's a big boy. Like oh he looked God. like he was about to turn five. He was still two, but he oh. was big. Like he was, yeah, like he was about he was to turn five. Oh, so, my goodness. He comes over and first things first, he pushes Nyla off of the wheel. And Nyla, oh. you know, having a sister is used to being pushed off of stuff that she's playing with. So she mm-hmm. was a little annoyed, but she wasn't like, you know, shocked or anything. Right. But he pushed her off. And then, and then he pushed her again and tried to kick oh. her. Oh. He tried to kick her. He like kicked his little leg out but he missed and this is when i started seeing what was going on and i was like okay i was like okay he didn't actually kick her so let me just see how this turns out so baby boy turned around and punched my baby with Mm. two fists in her chest he turned around and punched her in the chest and then pushed her on the ground so that would be the third push then at that point goodness and Nyla was like uh <laughs> she didn't cry yeah. or anything she was just sitting there like um <laughs> what the <laughs> hell just happened 
And so I run up there, baby. I was ready to ride. I was she was like, ready oh, to fight the kid, just look, so y'all know. I was like, oh, was you ready. gonna push my baby down? I'll push you off this whole mountain, you little. <laughs> this thing got a lot of stairs, too. I'll push you down, each and every one of them. But his mom got to him first, scooped <sighs> him up, and was like, you know, talking to him. You know, she did good. Mm-hmm. She did good. I feel good okay. for the mom. You know, she was like, immediately took him away and was like, no, that is unacceptable. And you know, he tried to, she tried to get him to apologize and he wouldn't. So she took him away and was like, well, you can't play anymore. And then he, she brought him back over and he apologized and she still took him away. He's like, no, I still can't play. So I was like, okay. okay. At least she, okay. she handled that. Yeah, she handled it. But baby. Aww, poor and Nyla. Nyla. The thing that hurt my feelings was Nyla was like, <laughs> my baby, she was like, my friend hit me. Oh, she said mommy my friend hit me i i know baby it's all right (laughs) i said sometimes people are gonna hit you i don't know why and she didn't say anything she was just looking so confused and i was like did he hurt your feelings and she was like i don't know (laughs) she was just so confused i was like mind you guys Just for everyone listening to the story, Nyla is tiny, in my opinion. Yeah, she's like, to me, she's honestly like an infant who can walk. (laughs) It's hard for me to. She's two. She's two years old and she looks the exact same that she did when she was six months old. Yeah, no, she does not look two (laughs) to me at all. Like she was a big baby until she was six months old and then she just stopped growing. Yeah, she just stopped. (laughs) So just picture this little tiny girl. (laughs) She's so Getting, short, chubby yes. little face. Oh. Just pushed her down, punched her in the chest with fists. Fists, oh my goodness. not even hands. I was like, you're going to punch that face? Oh. What is wrong with you, child? His mom was I'm like, so oh, he's sorry. going through some aggression issues. Like, well, well so am I. Get your kid. <laughs> Let me stop. We are not promoting hitting kids, guys. Yeah, don't just... promote hitting kids, but damn, like, what? Come on now. But yeah, <sighs> that was wild. I was like, oh, okay. That is wild. That is wild. <laughs> but I think you handled yourself very well. You gave it a chance. I did. You know? I did. I tried to be reasonable. It was a lot of white. Um... <clears throat> <laughs> It was a lot of diverse people around. Uh, <laughs> I got you, girl. We know. Uh, I was trying to be, um, you know, civilized and reasonable. So, right. You know, right. Now, if, if it would have went left, then we could have handled it left. Right. But we could have handled it on the left gymnastics, side. I didn't want to get them kicked out of there. So. <laughs> well, but, uh, I. I'm sorry that you and Nyla had to go through that. Girl, I, she's over it now. As soon as she climbed on the rock wall, she was good. <laughs> yeah, she probably forgot by that point. Yeah, she was just like, in the moment, <clears throat> she was just so confused. Like, what the hell just happened? Like, I was just playing. Like, you can share if you want to. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> she was probably just like, up. are you mad at me? What's going on? <laughs> are we fighting? Like, what? Are we fighting? Should I punch you back? Like she was just, she was really just standing there, like, and she didn't cry. I was like, strangely proud of her. She didn't like break down, and, like, or anything. She was just looking like, what? The- <laughs> That's because you're you're 
older daughter has toughened her up a little bit. Now that's true. <laughs> now your older one, she's morning. the gangster. She it, probably would have pushed that boy down the stairs. Every- <laughs> <laughs> you know it. That's why I'm laughing because it's just TT would have. So yes, TT would have. If honestly, if TT would have saw him do that to Nyla, she would have still pushed him yeah. downstairs. Yeah. She really don't play about her sister. She's a little gangster for sure. She is serious. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they're finna they're finna get into Taekwondo, so she'll know what to do next time. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. <sighs> but other than that incident that it's been great. I love gymnastics. Mm-hmm. They love gymnastics. We've been watching gymnastics on tv we got the olympic channel so we could watch the uh gymnastics Aww. championships and stuff that's so cool. cute it's so cute yeah <laughs> um so that's the biggest thing in our life right now other than school coming up but you know other than that and your wedding <laughs> can't believe that's what's been going on so what's going on with you Oh, since we last recorded, that was December 2020. Um, I have since got vaccinated as well. Um, we have planned a heck of a lot more for the wedding. So pretty much we have all the major things knocked out. Caterer, venue, videography, photography, hair. I don't know. Cake, all the major stuff. We got everything pretty much figured out. So now we're just handling like all of the small details. And then we're also paying off a lot of our vendors because a lot of them, we just put deposits down. So mm-hmm. now we're circling back and paying everybody their money. Okay. Other than that, I don't want to say other than that. It, the wedding is definitely a large it's chunk of money. That. Yeah, it's the that. Yeah. It's the that, you know. Um, <laughs> but a lot has happened, I will say. So besides the wedding situation... So I had a procedure done. I got my birth control implant replaced. And then I also had a surgery. Um, This is my third time getting the same type of surgery. And then I also got my second dose of the vaccine. And then I moved. So that was all happening within like two to three weeks of each other. It was just like crazy busy, a lot going on. And the worst part of it all, which I believe I told you, I think I told you, yeah, um, is that my doctor, (laughs) I still can't believe this is real. Yeah, Um, it's like something out of a freaking horror movie. Literally. um, The surgeon that did my procedure, she forgot something in there. Mm -hmm. Um... So basically, I would have to get the surgery again, which is just exactly the opposite of what you were freaking going for. You know, exactly the opposite. Like I was supposed to be done with this stuff, you know, so it's just been it's been crazy because I'm trying not to stress over it because there's a lot of other things to stress about. Right. But it really does make me angry. I mean, the frustrating. Yeah. Like, when I found out, I I can't even tell you how I felt. It was just, like, anger, sadness, disappointment, shock, just so many different things. I was just like, what the hell? Are you kidding? Like, that's just one of those, like, are you kidding me? 
Because I really tried to give her the benefit of the doubt. I felt, you know, the thing that she had left in there, I felt it on my body. And I was just like, no, 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 no. She didn't leave. No, there's no way. There's no way this surgeon, this This decorated surgeon person would leave the most important part in my body during the surgery. There's no way. But nope, she did. Um, she said that she would pay for her part, but <clears throat> she can't guarantee that the hospital won't charge me again. And I say, um, you should pay for everything, regardless of what yeah, hospital or doctor I go it. to, period. You need to pay for it. Because yes. it shouldn't be happening. You should have got it the first time. Exactly. It should have <laughs> been done already. So, uh, stressing me out just talking about it. So I'll figure out what I'm going to do. Yeah. And keep y'all updated. That is ridiculous. What's been going on good? I know, right? What's the good stuff? <laughs> you really moved? just the wedding, to be honest. I mean, yeah, the move too was cool. I do like where we are now. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of like, it feels like home. And yeah. then we're saving like a whole bunch of money per month. So it's oh, good. Definitely a plus for sure. Yeah. And then other than that, we're just gearing up for the ceremony and the honeymoon, which I'm really excited about. Yes, that's going to be way cool. Yeah, we're going to Mexico. <laughs> and before y'all think like, oh, you're so basic, mm. you're going to Mexico. No, she's going to the most exclusive resort in Mexico. <laughs> okay, the most. <laughs> it's so cool. It um, cool. So she's not going on a freaking carnival cruise to Cancun. Right. Like, I'm not doing, doing that. She's doing some no. exclusive shit. Okay. Yes. So it's going to be pretty cool. It's going to yeah. be really exciting. Plus, yes. I've been like brushing up on my Spanish, you know, making it's sure I'm not too yes. rusty. Oh, that's right. You have a Spanish degree. I do. A Spanish minor. And, that uh, still counts. <laughs> and I've actually been like <clears throat> taking like self-paced courses every pretty much every morning. At oh, 7 30. Kind of yourself refreshed. Yeah, I kind of keep myself refreshed. I just wake up and I take it on my um I have an app called oh. Babbel. Oh, Babbel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was pretty they much are a podcast co- sponsor. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, they they sponsor podcasts. Oh, what's up? Babbel, come sponsor us. We like I take y'all stuff every day. Like, <laughs> come on, man. What's up? But no <clears throat> Yeah, they were the ones I settled on. I, I figured they were the best out of the other ones. The other ones just kind of, they were just too playful for me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I need you something know? that's serious, straightforward, to the point. Right. Like, uh, they were You just already like, know the language. I think the, the <clears throat> gamey, exactly. gamey ones are for people that just don't really know what they're doing, and they hate learning languages, so. Exactly. <laughs> the other ones were just too gamified. Yeah. So, Babbel, like, they really, they're, like, pretty extensive and they pretty much like cover everything for the language so yeah that's cool love it but yeah that's it that's that's my life oh my gosh that's a lot it's been a lot you guys i mean but we've been doing good though which is good we we survived snowpocalypse oh yeah the winter storm in texas that was not fun that was really stupid that was really stupid yeah (laughs) Like, really, every time I think about that whole situation, that's really the main thing I think. Like, wow, I can't believe that actually happened. How dumb was that? I know. Like, but luckily, I am doing 
a lot better overall. I, I will say that, especially with this whole pandemic thing, mm-hmm. um, last year was like not a good year. Yeah. It was just, I mean, mentally speaking, emotionally, mm-hmm. like it was just a lot, mm-hmm. I'm sure for everybody. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like we're, you know, we're kind of coming out mm-hmm. of all of this, which I still can't believe we were locked down for over a year. I don't understand. Like, how did we like screw up that bad to the point where we just like sat at home for a year? That's crazy. Quarantine and 2020 in general was very stressful and it wasn't, I didn't notice, I think how stressful it was until after, like I started getting back out and stuff like that and just Mm -hmm. noticing how much different I feel. Right. Because I'm like, oh, I was literally depressed for a whole year. Literally. <laughs> like, yeah, it was bad. Yeah. And so I'm just now like, I don't know about you, but I'm just now starting to like go through and pick up the pieces and mm-hmm. get my life back in order because I'm feeling like, okay, I got to organize everything again. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, things are going great. And then everything, I mean, it's not like, you know, everything just I lost everything and everything crashed to the ground mm-hmm. or anything like that. But it was just like mentally, it yes. was really hard to cope with a lot of stuff. It was. And I mean, okay, so we're talking since our last episode that we recorded, which was in yeah. December. So what has happened? I know in December, we were kind of in the middle of our second stimulus, I believe. Yeah. Mm, the... well, I think by the time we had, we stopped recording like right before Christmas, yeah. And then the bill got passed like right after that. Yeah. And then so we, we got didn't that 600, right? Until, like the end of December, early January, because they screwed it up. That was the one they messed up. And like mm. millions of people didn't get the right check and stuff like that. Like, mm. yeah. yeah. So that was the 600. And yeah. then after that, we got the 1400 from Biden. Yeah. So since then, we've gotten two stimulus checks and then. What else has happened? One um, insurrection. <laughs> Two stimulus checks and one insurrection. <laughs> Girl, that was madness. Truly madness. The most, I mean, the most unsurprising and disgusting mm-hmm. thing to see ever. Like, to Literally. just watch that play out on TV, I was like, of course, but girl i was stunned like literally everybody had pretty much logged off for the day of work like none of us were working we were all just like following the news yeah because we just we were just like did this really just happen like and i'm gonna say it over and over again and i don't care who gets offended that was dumb that Mm. was crazy that Mm. was insane yes and i think it 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 sent a very big message, whether you guys want to see it or not. So that that's always been my take and it will forever be my take. Yeah, I agree with you. It was very idiotic. Um, it had no purpose. And I, I really mm-hmm. one thing that has really rubbed me the wrong way about everything on that subject is that they keep bringing up what happened during the summer of 2020 and comparing oh. it to that. I'm like, you guys, you realize that one of these things is spurned by something real and one of these things is spurned by something unreal. (laughs) One of these things is true and one of these things is fake. I mean, literally a whole lie. 
honestly, since then, I've been like on the outs with politics because I have been so Mm -hmm. that was so overwhelming for me. Yeah, because all of the implications of everything that happened and everything that happened afterward was sickening. Mm -hmm. It was sickening to me the way the media reacted, the Mm -hmm. way our Congress people reacted. Yeah, are still reacting. Mm-hmm. I just truly, truly made me sick to my stomach to watch mm-hmm. everything play out afterward. So I've just been like, <laughs> I, I I stayed on you know on the heel of things until the inauguration, and mm-hmm. since then I'd really I really tried during the first few days. I tried to keep up with the cycles and stuff, but it was just really stressing me the hell out. It was really stressing me out. Yeah. So, because everything's so stressful already, right? Right. Like, everything in these times is so bad already. Like, we don't need, I, I, I personally don't need to be taking every second of every day to take in all the news and all the media right. because <clears throat> it's become too much and it's become too disheartening. Like, it's become right. too negative. And not even just like, it's not like I'm just, like, I can't take bad news type of stuff or I'm too sensitive, stuff like that. Like, it's really just, like, stressful for me to have to fight every second. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. like, if I'm keeping up with everything, I'm mad about everything. Like, yep. so what the hell am I supposed to do? I can't be mad all the time. It's very stressful. So I literally, I take in what I need to know and then I leave it. Yeah. That's pretty much how I handle politics now. Yeah. And then in the past few weeks, I've just been like completely shut off. Like I deleted Facebook and everything. Like I wait, what? Yeah, I've I haven't had I haven't had the Facebook app on my phone since April. I, I just pop on there really like I don't I haven't been sharing anything. Just pop on there to post like you know food pictures, <laughs> kid pictures. That's crazy, but I get it because you are always in debates on Facebook. It's a lot. It's always. And I tried for a long time. I really tried to like fight that and and do the thing where like, you know, you can just keep scrolling. Like you don't have to comment on everything. But Mm -hmm. I have to know myself better than that. (laughs) I have to know myself better than that. And so me not commenting is just me holding all that stuff pent up inside of me. So I'm not getting it out. So then I'm just ranting at my phone. Like at at some point I'm literally like, I realized I needed to get off of Facebook when number one, they, they blocked me. They cut me off for like 24 hours. Yeah. They blocked me for 24 hours. And I was like, you know what? I actually hate this app. Let me just, (laughs) like, I hate it. I hate it here. I hate being on here. It stresses me out. Let -hmm. me just delete it. I was like, let me just see how long I can go. And I just never got it back. And I was like, okay. This is fine. You're fine. Like, yeah. On my computer. Or like at first I was just like deleting the app. Like when I have to post something, I don't have it on my computer. So I just like re-download the app real quick, post it, and then delete it. That is funny. You have a whole strategy for this. Yeah. It's working out. It's working out. At least for now. Because I have so much going on. Right? Like I have like trying to grow my business right now. And I'm trying to get my kid in school. Like not trying to. She's going to be in school. 
Mm-hmm. And like I'm trying to get her ready for that, and we've got stuff planned for the summer, and that's just like there's a lot of stuff going on, and I just need a break. Right, <laughs> just I understand. So I haven't been like on Facebook. I haven't been listening to my political podcast. Like I don't know. I haven't been watching the news. I don't have any idea what's going on. Honestly, I truly have no idea, and it feels kind of good to not have any idea. I know it's not sustainable, and I really should, you know, get back to at least Yo- knowing what's going on. But yeah. Well, speaking of politics, <laughs> since our last episode, we've gotten a new president. Oh, yeah. And we actually also, made it. Right? Actually made it. And then also there's some big Israel and Palestine stuff going on. Yes. Jesus, do we have to talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to go into detail, but um, it's happening. And we are a part of it because, I mean, duh, U.S. likes to get in everybody's business all the time. Oh, my God. It's so gross. Just leave (laughs) people alone. Just let them do their own thing. Like, fine. I I mean, like, it really... Okay, I'm not even going to talk about it because it makes me so angry. Yes. (laughs) The whole situation and the way the United States handles it as well makes me so upset. Right. Because we can never just, just do right by people like i don't understand why this is so well yeah i do i understand why it's so hard Mm because money greed money greed that's the reason yeah that's the whole reason for everything one of the other things i realized in my short little political epiphany after uh, january 6th literally because these people will do anything for money anything anything but (sighs) at least we have we got the new president and like a lot of people said i saw this going around on twitter they said um oh yay now we get to go back to our old racist world yes and i was like oh okay yeah i mean i i felt better in that one yeah i felt better in the one where it was like outwardly bad to be racist but we didn't actually change anything about the racism exactly yeah that one's easier to manage yeah with everything else going on. But like so. Nike says it's bad to be racist. So right. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Gotta love the world we live in, right? Um Yeah, we are completely controlled by the media and um Oh my god, am I Donald Trump? <laughs> <laughs> that anyway, is funny. But there are good things that have happened. Since, yes, you know vaccines. Yes, vaccines are very good. We got Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson and Johnson. Um, having some troubles, but it's having some troubles. <laughs> but um, so far, though, we have a lot of people vaccinated. I think the last time I checked, we were at forty something percent. Yeah. but I don't know mm-hmm. where we're at now. Mm-hmm. Texas in itself is at like 36%. So, yeah. So that is good, though. I am Mm -hmm. happy that everyone's getting vaccinated. The world is opening back up a little bit. Well, Texas is fully open. Like, Abbott was like, nah, we're done. (laughs) Open everything now. COVID's over, y'all. Let's go. Right? Yeehaw. COVID's over. Yeehaw. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. Um, that is hilarious. People are going to get so tired of our left-leaning views. Uh, yeah, well. Greg Abbott sucks. He sucks. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're left-wing, right-wing. Greg Abbott sucks. 
Like as a yeah. freaking human, he's taking money away from people, left wing people and right wing people. I know right wing people that are losing their unemployment because of him. Mm-hmm. People that voted for him, voted for Trump, that are losing the money that they need to feed their damn children because of Greg mm-hmm. Abbott. They Girl. don't give a damn whether they're right wing or left wing. He's out of here. He sucks. And the way he screwed us over in the freeze over snow mm-hmm. That was, girl, so, you know, I work at an engineering firm. Mm-hmm. Girl, so many people at my job were pissed at the way this was handled. Yeah. Because, you know, they work in infrastructure and water mm-hmm. and wastewater and all of that. And they were just like, dude, really? <laughs> Y'all ain't had nothing in place? Just Shit. Nothing. Like, yeah, it was a definitely a topic of conversation at work. But vaccines came out world is opening up you know yeah. we're back to the old racist world too sports are back better sports are back playoffs are going on right now Ooh. and my boyfriend is i mean boyfriend fiance your fiance is um I know. he's hardly been heard from i'm actually like sad that i'm missing the game but i know that there's going to be a replay as soon as we finish so don't you worry yeah plus this podcast comes first yeah i mean i guess <laughs> In but theory, yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah. there's good things happening. There's there are. good things happening. Mm-hmm. So now that we're talking about, you know, going into this new normal and everything. I know. Um, let's talk about how the quarantine actually affected people. Yeah. Now, I know we kind of briefly touched on, like, some emotional distress that we were going through and everything. Right. Um, But I actually came across this article from Time Magazine, Mm -hmm. and they list out 29 different numbers that shows exactly how the COVID-19 pandemic changed our lives. That's interesting. And, girl, you got to hear some of this. I was, like, shocked by some (laughs) of this stuff. Starting here at the top, it says... 269,896 pets were adopted from rescue groups in 2020. Kind of makes sense. A lot of people were stuck at home. Lonely. Wanted some company, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Initial data from five states show that divorce rates have declined during the pandemic by about 22%. Kind of surprising to hear that. No, nobody wants to be alone. Now, next year, Um. when we're allowed to get out... (laughs) Then the divorces are going to start rolling in. Okay. That, okay, that's true. That yeah. I'm, I can see that. Okay. Um, 39% of couples who have planned a 2020 wedding pushed or canceled the reception, obviously. Mm. Yeah. Um, sex life quality declined last spring yeah, for yeah. 44% of adults. I heard that too. Like, but you know, I, I can kind of see that. Cause like I said, towards the beginning of the quarantine, like I was a mess. Like, yeah, I was Stress just not, ha- yeah, yes. Like I was not having it. This was a fun one that I thought was pretty funny. Cause I heard a lot about this. People passed a lot of their times um, on puzzles and puzzle purchases actually tripled in 2020. <laughs> what? tripled girl people were doing the puzzles they were not getting around no they weren't um in march 2020 the average adult spent 13 and a half hours per day looking at screens (laughs) 
That was a three hour oh increase from 2019. God. That's only a few hours. That's less hours spent not looking at screens. Right. Oh that God. is like your whole freaking day. Yep. Americans spent more time baking. Because <laughs> you're a baker now. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out. Uh, <laughs> and sales of yeast, I guess to help bake and stuff, mm. uh, quadrupled in March 2020 and nearly yeah. doubled for all of 2020. Yeah, we couldn't uh, find yeast anywhere. Really? Mm, very frustrating. I had to go to Aldi for the first time to get yeast. Wow. So it was like out, almost like toilet paper was mm -hmm. before. Yeah. You just couldn't find yeast. It was a huge thing in the baking community. Like everybody was like, where have you got your yeast? Can you find it online anywhere? You guys, I have been to 14 targets. I can't find any yeast anywhere. Yeah, it was a big thing. <laughs> okay, I don't mean to laugh. I just, I always forget that there are all these like sub communities, yeah. you know, and like there's a whole world out there. Yeah, for there, people are panicking, panicking about stuff you never even thought about. Never thought about, <laughs> like, never thought about yeast. At the closest I ever thought about yeast was a yeast infection. <laughs> that was about it. That's funny. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Air travel dropped from 4.5 billion to 1.8 billion Whoa, passengers. That's a huge drop. Yeah, that is about 3 billion people who stopped traveling. That's a lot of freaking money, y'all. It's mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot of money. First of all, I didn't even know it was that many people traveling in the first place. Right, I mean, that's geez. like half of the entire world's population. Actually, a little more. 4.5 billion? Wow. Really? Jeez. Um, let's see. Average household watched 11 hours of streaming video on demand wow. in July, which was nearly double from a year earlier. Um, public school buildings closed to all 50.7 million K through 12 students last March. So again, I had no idea that there were 50.7 million K through 12 students. Right. That many school kids. Yes, I just random numbers. I just never <laughs> thought about. Um, let's see. 77% of kids ages five to 12 spend at least four hours a day on devices. Oh, God, that's not great. No, not great. Um, Ebook and audiobook checkouts um, actually went up 51%. Mm hmm. Uh, let's see Peloton. I know y'all been seeing a lot of commercials about Peloton. Mm -hmm. Their little exercise equipment. Money. They've been making a lot of money. Their <laughs> quarterly revenue ending in June jumped 172% last year. Well, that's why yeah. all those new bike companies started coming out. Cause people were like, Hey, let me get in there. Right. And now we got all these like freaking skinny people coming out of the quarantine, like Not living their best life. <laughs> Um, let's see, 78% of Americans delayed at least one medical service um, in the three months leading up to February of this year. Um, makes sense. I'm trying yeah. to wait and see what's happening with the world. Yeah, that's true. Um, my personal favorite statistic, because I am within this number, <laughs> worker burnout among U.S. employees at large companies jumped from 42% pre-pandemic, which is still a large number, That's which is huge. why I'm so tired of freaking corporate. But anyways, 
jumped from 42% to 72%. That is terrible. We are tired of working, y'all. Oh my God. This is crazy. But I mean, if you really think about it, like we legit did not stop no during the pandemic there was no break there Mm-mm. was no no moment for us to kind of settle and get our lives together there was nothing it was actually was the like, opposite like we were rushed to set up yes like a home office and a home set like get this set mm-hmm. up now so you can get back to work as soon as possible exactly yeah. like it felt and in fact i felt like everything increased like my workload yeah. increased yeah. for sure like expectations increased the amount of time they wanted to see my face on a freaking video yes. i yes. mean their expectations of you because they didn't i guess you know corporate they still haven't really gotten their minds wrapped around the fact that workers are going to work if they want to work and if they don't want to work then they're not going to work period like you being on their ass is not going to make anybody work more that's period. just going to make them annoyed if they are working well already like literally and that causes burnout literally that right there so 72 percent, girl that's <laughs> that is the the least surprising so far that is like the workforce yeah <laughs> like that's just like everybody i'm trying but i'm confused about you know the 36 who weren't burnt out like what were you doing like um, what, what company do you work for like can i come there right like <laughs> oh maybe like google and microsoft employees that's gonna be my guess <laughs> and don't get me wrong the job itself is a good job yeah i'm thankful for the job that i have and i realized that a lot of people lost their jobs and yeah. do not have jobs currently right you know but the burnout is real it is real. Like, I feel like I have not been able to take a break since March 2020. It's true. Yeah. And then the, so I just took off an extra day mm-hmm. during Memorial Day weekend. I tried to kind of use it to my advantage since mm-hmm. we were already off. And then I took an extra day. Mm-hmm. But um, before that, the only days we had taken off this year was during, <laughs> during the winter storm. <laughs> Girl, do we have the worst luck or what? Like, we had to, we had to take, because we already requested PTO for those days. And so they made us take them because we had already requested those days, even though everything was was like shut down down and nothing was working. So they made y'all use PTO. That's stupid. Isn't that stupid? Girl, girl. And then sick days, we have to use PTO too. I was like, oh, God, this just really sucks. That does suck. I hate the concept of paid time off, really, honestly. Yeah, because it's not used correctly. No, it's not. It's It's used as a leverage tool. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's Mm -hmm. like, that's not what it's for. It's supposed to be for the people that work for you to be able to get time off and get paid. Like, that's the whole part. It's not for you to try to use that against them. Mm Mm-hmm. So, a couple more numbers here. So, it says 20% of adults are getting less sleep during the pandemic, but 10% are getting more sleep. So, I guess that's kind of a bright I'm definitely getting less sleep. Yeah. What about you? Same. Yeah, same. Less sleep and definitely, like, less quality sleep overall. Yeah. Um, 
which you think, you know, being at home all day that, you know, yeah, you'd get more, but no, no, mm-hmm. I think I've been trying to do little things to up the quality of my sleep, like at night. Mm-hmm. But the thing is for me, like, I feel like even though I haven't done anything but work all day, <laughs> really, right. I just am so wired until really late at night. Mm-hmm. And so I can't, I feel like I can't go to sleep or go lay down because mm-hmm. I'm just going to be fidgety or I'm going to be on my phone or something like that. Like I should just stay up until I feel tired or I just stay up until I feel tired. And by the time I look at the clock, it's like three in the morning. I'm like, oh, right. Whoops. Like, oh shit. Now I got to be up early the next day yeah. after going to sleep at three in the morning. Yeah. So it says from May to August, 13% of households spent money on vacations which is down from 30% in 2019. Let's see, home sales soared in the second half of the year to levels not seen since 2006, which is right before the crash. Hopefully we don't crash again, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's good, though. I, I have noticed a lot of people, like, really trying to get homes, and then, you know, interest rates have just been ridiculously low. Oh, Yeah. So, yeah, everyone's trying to get into a house. I understand. Yeah. And, I mean, it's working out for some people. Oh, yeah. How's that going with you? I know you were. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I mean, it's, it's been a process. It's going. So, it also says that residential electricity um, was 10% higher than normal, which costs households an extra $6 billion last year. Oh, yeah. You know, I didn't even think about that. Didn't even think about it, right? Um, let's see. What else? Some other interesting things. Oh, vehicles traveled 430 billion fewer miles in 2020. Wow. Yes. We saved a lot of gas last year. I guess that's why prices are going up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 40% of consumers tried home delivery apps or curbside pickup. Yep. yep. I got really used to Instant Cart and Uber Eats and mm-hmm. DoorDash. Yep. <laughs> the online marketplace, Etsy, sold 53 million face masks just from April to September last year. Oh, wow. 53 million within from a few Etsy months. Alone. Good mm-hmm. From Etsy alone. Um, so the toilet paper frenzy last March. Mm-hmm. doubled sales at the time but now that we are kind of like back to normal ish um toilet paper sales have actually sunk below pre-pandemic levels <laughs> what? so uh they better hold on to that money while they can um hand sanitizer purchases increased 261 <laughs> percent Good to know. Good to know. In in March last year, and for all of 2020, it increased by 624 percent. Oh my God! <laughs> well, you know what? <clears throat> That's good information to have. I'm glad to hear that Gosh. people are buying hand sanitizer and using it. <laughs> I should have like invested in some like sanitizer stock. Right? Or okay. Jeez, man, that would have been amazing. <laughs> And then the last little fun one that I, th- I thought was kind of cute. Mm-hmm. Online sales of pajamas <laughs> grew 143% from March to April of last year. That's while the sales of pants and bras 
<laughs> fell by 13 and 12% respectively. I love this, actually. Love it. I love very it. excited by that. Because I hardly have worn a bra or pants yeah. in the last year. Pajamas for sure, sweatpants, underwear, t-shirts. That's pretty much been what I've been mm-hmm. wearing. Yeah, I put on jeans for like the first time in forever the other day, and they yeah. felt like sandpaper. <laughs> I was like, hell no. Yeah, you know what? I can relate. <laughs> So yeah, that was what I found on time. I just thought they were like super insightful and just like a bunch of little things we never thought about, Mm -hmm. you know, how our lives were affected over the last year. So I really like that. Yeah, it was a fun article to read for sure. I found an interesting thing as well from the New York Times. I was looking to see because, you know, you, you hear kind of all the time oh you know u.s suicide rates increased last year like yeah so many people killed themselves but actually the suicide rate declined by five percent last year declined yeah by five percent i'm shocked suicide numbers dropped five percent to uh, 44,834 deaths in 2020 down from Mm -hmm. 47,511 deaths in 2019 and it's mm. the second year in a row that the number fell um, because it was the highest it ever was in 2018. Mm. Wow. Yeah. 2018. What was going on in 2018? Oof. I don't know. Oof. Two years into Trump, feeling hopeless. I can't with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I think that the the numbers behind all of this kind of prove how unpredictable humans are in crisis yeah we don't really know what to do we don't really react the way that people sociologists would expect us to react i agree because that toilet paper thing threw me for a loop i yeah. was like what why are we running out of toilet paper i don't understand yeah and i don't think we knew why we were running out of toilet paper. <laughs> i don't think we knew like what's going like nobody really knew why they were buying toilet paper like right the people that did they were just like i don't know we might need it i don't know i don't i don't get it i don't get it either and i'm concerned but you know what <laughs> i think that people are really um we don't really know what to do in a crisis yeah you know as a whole especially americans i think we're so pampered i was about to say privileged yes privileged spoiled we don't really know what to do when you know we can't get all the things that we want or like can't do all the things that we want we kind of just like freak out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so uh good to know good to know good information to have right (laughs) so speaking of this new normal so like what is the new normal it hasn't really fleshed out yet yeah don't really know where it is i mean for so long there was one version of the new normal and now that things are starting to open back up it's a little bit different because we're still cautious and we're trying to figure out what to leave behind and what to keep with us and (sighs) i think it's you know, really a big transition period for society as a whole. I mean, the whole Yeah. World. Yeah, a lot of... So, um, I saw someone say that when it comes to the new normal, they were just kind of, like, talking about, like, what we can expect, you know? Mm-hmm. 
once we're like fully open all around the world. And someone had mentioned, they said, um, for one, they don't think that it's going to take another hundred years for another pandemic to happen. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> want to hear that. I definitely don't want to hear that. Um, I know. I was like, what? but yeah. So according to a chemistry professor at Connecticut College, um, Mark Zimmer is his name. He says that we're going to get pandemics on a more regular scale. Um, and I think it has to do with, I know, right? I think it has to do with the rate at which we are growing as a population, um, the rate at which we are um, mutating diseases, you know, basically we're gross people. Mm. Um, yeah. And like, for example, uh, I don't know if you heard about, what was that? The, the bird flu that's already like out some strand of bird flu that's already circulating um, somewhere in Asia. And I was just like, no, <laughs> no, not again. <laughs> oh God. All right. Yeah. So break out like, the mask again. I know. <laughs> like, Oh girl, like <clears throat> I didn't want to hear that, but they are saying too, that they don't think masks are going to completely go away. They're saying that yeah. masks are going to become like kind of a regular part of you know, our wardrobe. Yeah, you know what? And I kind of thought that too, because you see that in Asia already, because they have so many I was about to say, people. they were already doing that in China. Yeah, they were already, already wearing that. face masks. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's definitely going to be a more normal thing here. <sighs> Which I'm not mad about. I mean, I'm actually not. If it's going to help, you know, like. I'm actually not, you know. Especially with like, I mean, our population is growing so fast. And then mm -hmm. not to mention we're we're building a lot to compensate for that population. Yeah, so exactly. we're getting, I know in Houston, we're getting very crowded. We're getting mm -hmm. extremely crowded here. And then there's a bunch of California people moving down here too. I don't know if you yeah. noticed that. Like, who like asked dang. I, like, I know it's expensive over there, but like, geez, Texas. Who invited you here? No, actually, I'm low-key excited for the California people to come. And low key, you're kind of a California person who moved here. Whoa, whoa, whoa! If we're just, I mean, even though you were here before, you still moved to Cali and then came back here. So, oh, whoa, whoa, yeah. Relax. <laughs> you need to calm down. That's not true. You're, yeah, you're one of those people. For no. Sure. I mean, yeah, I sure. did move back to Texas from California because it was too expensive, but. <laughs> that doesn't mean that I'm one of those people, okay? Yeah. But I'm also bit. pretty excited about the California people to come here because that means that <sighs> here we go. More lib liberal politics, but um we can turn Texas blue with all the Cali's here. <laughs> yeah, that's what uh, my fiance was saying. He was like, it's really gonna start to change yeah. how Texas looks on a political map. And I was it like, is. it really is. It already but, is right now. But other than that, they also said that there's going to be a um, massive uptick in social activity following yeah. the pandemic, obviously. Um, they said that because COVID-19 has dominated so much of our lives that um, we'll actually have to relearn how to socialize with people. Yes. And how to talk about something other than COVID-19. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. 
What? I thought that was so. I was like, yeah, that's true. Because pretty much so we true. end up talking about COVID nineteen always. That's where the conversation mm-hmm. always ends up because we yeah. got so used to not asking people anything else because nobody's doing anything else. Like right. it's awkward to be like, what have you been doing? Like nothing. I've literally been doing nothing. Literally sitting at <laughs> home doing nothing this whole time. Watching my friends play outside. That's it. That's how it felt. That's how it felt this whole time. It did. And honestly, I was upset. But I was also like, y'all are gross. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And let's see. What else did that Connecticut professor say? Um, So he also mentioned that, you know, obviously this year has been filled with loss. Mm -hmm. And that has permanently changed how we you know, interact with people, how we are, you know, um, taking in information, you know, how Mm. we react to people online. I mean, it's just changed our mental health over the long term, for sure. I mean, we it's just so many people have been lost over the last year and a half. It was, I mean, I think we peaked at 500,000 when we were still climbing. Right. Started declining from there. But Jesus, it's like to be steadily growing all the way until you get 500,000 people dead. Yeah. Like, that's That's a lot. And that's just from COVID alone. You know, I mean, there's also been just a bunch of other weird freak accidents. Yeah. Like, you know, I know over the last year and a half, like, I actually lost my granddad towards the kind of the beginning Mm -hmm. of the pandemic and then you know we've lost a lot of celebrities out of nowhere yeah like naya like weirdly weirdest things that was weird to me like naya kobe chadwick chadwick was a bit expected but still the timing of it was weird very and i was just like bro this has just been a weird like weird time yeah like plenty of friends who have lost Mm-hmm. loved ones yes you know i mean everybody knows somebody i think that has either lost somebody or knows somebody that had covid and was in the hospital literally from it. like i know people like it's it, people close to me people not close to me it's like everybody was affected by it and i think that's right. so interesting to see how different people process because i think one thing about covid you can't say is that well i mean i guess you can say it but some people don't feel emotion for people that you know aren't direct directly connected. oh yeah but yeah you can't really say like well you can't understand what i'm going through because you haven't experienced it or you're not connected to it but it's like we Mm -hmm. all have but watching the way that people react to it the different ways that people react to that same trauma is really interesting Mm -hmm. um i agree like how it skew political and you know got really angry and really um yes some people said that the the fact that we were just like locked in our homes had nowhere to go like really um exacerbated this whole you know um conspiracy Mm -hmm. theory like fake news deep fake QAnon like all of it they were saying that all of the the whole pandemic just really exacerbated that because we were Mm -hmm. just so like pretty much just out of our minds at home all the time yeah not being able to live losing people left and right 
It's hard. You know? Like, it was, yeah, it was really hard for everybody. Yeah. I saw also on this article from theday.com, um, they basically said that going through COVID-19 um, put many of us in a position of acceptance and acceptance of knowing that we actually don't have control. Yes. And that there's a lot of uncertainty in the world. Yes. And it basically had to, it forced us to slow down, to be more mindful in the moment and to be more careful. You know, Mm -hmm. that's why anxiety was just so high, you know, over this last year, because we're all thinking about what doorknob did I touch that's going to give my my entire family COVID. You know, like, oh, my God. Yes. Like, is this lady that sneezed on me in Target going to kill my grandma? Oh, God. What the heck? Before, the lady that sneezed on you at Target was just gross. Right. She's dangerous. Dangerous, literally. Yeah. You know? So, so... it it really has, like, affected us in a way deeper way than we can Mm -hmm. even just imagine. I think but, that really, it's really caused a lot of damage that won't ever be replaced, won't ever be repaired agree. to our society. Agree. For sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely agree. And then you throw in all the politics right. and right. the insurrection and the yeah. stimulus and people losing jobs and the this. And I mean, like, dude, we watched an insurrection from quarantined inside of our homes during a pandemic. Yep. What? Can't make this shit up, girl. You can't. Like, I can't. Like, every time I think about everything that's been happening, I just think about how many moments in my kids' history books that I've literally been alive for. Like, all of this stuff is historic. It is. Like, people are going to be learning about this forever. Like, we are feeling the same way that people were feeling in the Great Depression. (laughs) Like literally they're going through something monumental. And so did we. And it was really just like, I mean, mind blowing. Oh my goodness. I'm, I still can't believe this is how I've been living my life for the last year. Right. From I still can't believe it. I can't believe we've been in it this long. Like, I feel like we just failed. Yeah. Like, I feel like a whole year is just gone, like wasted wasted like just oh gosh but but in, i mean in a lot of ways it's not wasted we did a lot moved a lot forward yeah i think a lot of people have taken their life into their own hands too yes you know because of that you know what i mentioned before that we're not you know we've dealt with like uncertainty and loss and and not being in control and so i feel like it kind of forced a lot of people to do what they can control. Exactly. So I know a lot of people who have left corporate, started started businesses, businesses yep. just like you, mm-hmm. you know, started investing, mm-hmm. started, you know, getting their homes, starting their lives, having kids, getting engaged, like me and yes. my fiance. Um, I mean, a lot of, I think it just really helped us see life differently, especially yes. for me. Like I was just like, this life really, I mean, each day really is not promised. Like, it's very it, precarious. It's very precarious. And like the time to start living is yesterday. Yeah. 
Yes. Can't live for tomorrow's goals. Honestly, I just really think, you know, there's a balance that you have to find. Obviously, you can't just live day to day and live reckless, do meth off of, you know, crazy crackheads in the parking lot. But (laughs) what you can do is take your time with the things that matter. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, on your day to day basis, there's a lot of things that we rush that we just try to get through so we can get to the next activity. But a lot of those things are really important. Like when you think about like, okay, I just got to go to this birthday party real quick, pop in, say hi, and then leave. But like, that could be fun. Like you could have fun. Right. Or right. like you could meet some new people there or you're like, whatever it is that you're looking for could be there. The If you're single, the person that you want to get with could be there. Like you don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, with all of the social gatherings and all of the traveling that people are going to be doing, I think that, the atmosphere of people to people re- interaction is going to be a lot more fun. I, I hope so, so anyway. I really hope so. Because I think that when we think about people to people interaction, a lot of us automatically think of the internet, you know? Mm. And the way that people are on the internet is not the way that they are in real life. No. But when I think like, oh, I hate people, I, I hate people on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> But like people in real life are usually friendly. They are minding their own business and, you know, not bothering me unless they're like crazy or something. But, mm. you know, on the yeah. Internet, people just love to mess with you. Yep. Because they have nothing else to do. They have nothing else to do. If you're out, you got something to do. So I feel like, you know, we're going to be really um, a lot. I feel I feel like maybe we'll feel more connected, even though I our think so. social, you know, anxiety is going to be super high going into it. I think mm-hmm. we'll still feel like, you know, we all survive something together and we have something to celebrate. So let's celebrate together. So on that same bright note, um, a lot of economists are saying that because of, you know, what we just went through, everything mm-hmm. that we went through over the last year, they think that this is actually going to be a um, repeat of the Roaring Twenties. Yeah, I was thinking that too. <laughs> Yeah. And for for those who, you know, don't know, uh, the Roaring Twenties, 1920s, uh, refers to a time of economic prosperity, lots of fun, lots of business building, lots of new policies. I think, I believe women were kind of getting more rights to, like, it was just a lot going on. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of fun stuff going on. And they're predicting that that's exactly what we're going to go into. So I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, they just got out of they had just got out of World War One, but you know, the the pandemic is uh, pretty similar. Killed. I was about to say it could be a World War One. Yeah, I think it killed uh, probably the same amount of Americans. I think we lost like six hundred thousand Americans in World War One. I. I don't really know. Actually, I'm just shooting that out. I don't really. I should probably look that up, but. <laughs> But the point is, we yeah. lost a lot. We lost a lot situations. of people. There's a lot, huge sense of loss and a huge sense of, uh, okay, what do we do now, Ness? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, that's that makes sense. That makes sense. I think, you know, like yeah. you said, everybody's starting to take their life into their own hands. And so I really think that the next generation of moguls and and Mm -hmm. generational wealth and and that kind of stuff is getting ready to kick off from here so hopefully i agree right that's (laughs) that's the train i'm trying to get on okay so okay so luckily we we got some hopeful things to look forward to 
Yeah. And so that kind of brings us into like our last section of our episode today, which is like, how do you prepare for this new normal, even though it's like, you know, it's not really fully fleshed out yet. Like, how do you get prepared for that? You know? That's a good point. Yeah. And so the biggest thing I do want to say before I say anything else is that the best way to prepare is to be patient and to be gentle to both yourself and with the process and with other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are coming out of a very delicate time for everybody involved, yeah. you know? I mean, we're talking about the pandemic, we're talking about politics, we're talking about Black Lives Matter, shoot, even the Asian hate, yeah. you know, yes. that went on to, you know, like mm-hmm. it, this is a this is a very delicate time for a lot of people. So the best thing you can do in general is to just be gentle and understand that everybody has a story yeah Yeah. be be empathize with people be a human (laughs) you know there's a lot going on and your story is never the only story yes and that is so important i think because and you know what now i think about it but i think because we've all been in our own little world for the past year we've Mm kind of all been kind of self-absorbed over the past year yeah so all we can think about is like what we went through and how our year went and like what happened to us but there's a whole world out there of people who had those same experiences (laughs) or worse or worse right and you Mm -hmm. never know like people lost their parents they lost the people that they love most in the world Mm -hmm. people lost their jobs they lost everything people lost houses you know so you never know what somebody's going through so you know, don't come out the gate making, you know, crass COVID jokes and stuff like that at the right. first party you go to because it's going to be a little, a little touchy. You know, you don't want to go to the next barbecue wearing a MAGA hat. It's going to be a little God. touchy. Like, just leave them at it. Just leave it at home for the first barbecue. Yeah. And um, so there's like a million articles out there that are like how to prepare for the new yeah. normal, how to prepare for the return. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, like I could be going through this all day, but I came across um, an NBC news article mm-hmm. and it's from a doctor's perspective on how to prepare for post pandemic life. Okay. So I was like, okay, this is useful. I can, I can do this. Um, number one is sleep, which is not, what I thought she was going to say, but oh, I, that yeah. makes sense, you know? Sweet. Yeah. yeah she's okay. Basically, like what I read off earlier, you know, in the episode that a lot of us have really declined when it came to like our quality of sleep, right? the number of hours of sleep we're getting. Um, and so this doctor, and to be specific, her name is Dr. Oh, Dr. Lucy McBride. Oh, it was close. Yes. Were you? No, I said Dr. Love. That's not close. Well, I mean, like Lucy, <laughs> McBride. Bride is related to love. <laughs> Lucy starts with an L. I was close. You really tried to make that work. Okay. <laughs> um. So, yeah, she is an MD who's um practicing. So she's a practicing internist in Washington, D.C., Um, number one tip is to yes sleep so you don't feel as stressed coming back out into this real world Mm. um her number two piece of advice is to eat healthy how many times have we heard that what i know i was like ill 
Don't make me. uh... Yes. Um, (laughs) But eating healthy will help because again, when you eat healthy, it not only helps your body, but it also helps your brain. And we're going to need as much brain power as possible to help process whatever it is that's about to happen. Um, She also mentioned that um, there might have been a chance that a lot of us have fallen into emotional eating during the pandemic, which I already had before the pandemic. And I definitely got it during the pandemic. Um, So this is kind of that time to like break those ties and really work on. I know, I know, I know. I don't want to work on myself. I right, <laughs> I know, I know. But it is going to be helpful. Oh, I know it's so important, though. It really does make a huge difference. Makes a huge difference. And oh, you're not going to like the next one. Oh no. Can you guess? Exercise. Uh, exercise. Yes. Ah. Exercise. Move your body. <laughs> um, we've been sitting in a chair at home or on the couch at home for like a year so it's time it's past time (laughs) it's time and you i don't know if you notice i know i've noticed but the less that i move around the more tight i get yeah it is extremely uncomfortable yeah and the more uncomfortable yeah like you said the more uncomfortable i get in my own body the harder it gets to move my knees Mm -hmm. start to get creaky (laughs) yep Everything starts popping for no mm-hmm. reason. Yeah. Ugh, I can't believe that's happening to me already. No, right? We need to work out. Well, I need to well, work out. You already I was about out. to say, I have mm-hmm. been doing mm-hmm. that. Great. Trying to lose weight for the wedding. That's, that's the only reason. I need to start losing weight for the wedding shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a couple people. Actually, my mom, my mother-in-law, and one of the bridesmaids, um, they were like, oh, well, I'm not going to be this size when the wedding comes, so we don't have to look for outfits right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay. Cool. Fine. <laughs> I'll do it. Yep. And then her last big tip was to obviously start connecting with others. Yeah. She said women especially are naturally gregarious creatures and because we've been stripped of our social lives and in-person events for over a year, we're pretty much starved for female companionship and fun. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I had so much fun the other day after we went, y'all, we went wedding dress shopping for me, which was just so fun. Thank you all for coming out. Literally so amazing. But afterwards we had a little like, fun girly hangout time you know and granted caleb was there but he was one of the girls yeah he's just one of the girls when he hangs out with us yes um but i needed i had so much fun yeah and we didn't even do anything like we just literally just hung out and talked and listened to music like that's it and ate like and and and, well we were intoxicated too well intoxicated as well you know but it was so fun intoxicated together intoxicated together yes <laughs> yes um so yeah i am 100 percent on that i just i'm hoping that i didn't completely turn into an introvert after all of this i know you know hopefully i've been trying I'll... to force myself back out actually i was gonna ask you if you wanted to go to lunch with me sometime next week but we'll talk about that later um <clears throat> yes i would love to go to lunch with you sometime next week okay good yes let's let's go out and like 
do. Yeah. I've been trying to force myself to say yes to things because that's my problem is that when somebody asks me to do something, I'm automatically like, no, I'm not going. <laughs> no, I will not be I'm not there. Don't ask like. me. Yeah. No. Yeah. But I mean, like, do ask me, but I'm not going. <laughs> that makes no sense. Um, That's my initial reaction. And uh, I think that was actually my initial reaction before the pandemic, but I just didn't yeah. realize how important it was to actually go out because it was just always an option and so when it wasn't an option now i want to go out all the time now i want to go out because i feel like now that i can first of all i'm in an exclusive club of (laughs) vaccinated people yes (laughs) that can go out okay i'm getting less and less exclusive by the day thank goodness (laughs) um but i just feel like like, I'm not going to spend my weekends sitting on the couch anymore because right. I have the means to go out and do stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go do it because I want yeah. myself and my kids to have a good summer. We all had a terrible summer last year. We were yes. marching for justice and crying because black people were dying. But now, right. well, black people are still dying. But, you know, we can go out now. Yes. <laughs> What a horrible world to live in. Oh, but here we are making the best of the situation. I just made myself sad again. <laughs> oh, our lives. I our know. lives. But I agree. David and I, my fiance and I, we've been a lot more active lately on the yeah. weekends. Because we were we were kind of nervous at first because we were like, oh, if we go out too much then we're not going to be well rested enough during the week for work. But then we were just like, no, that's, we can't let that be the reason why we just stay in the house the whole time. Right. Exactly. Like that can't be the reason. Plus we're 20 somethings. Like we're supposed to be having fun and living our lives anyway. Like, you know, so. Especially y'all because you don't have any kids. (laughs) Right. Now's the time, man. Yeah. Because once we get. Well, we're going to start with a plant. I told you the whole process. We're yeah. going to start with a plant, and then we're going to get an animal, and then we're going to move up to a kid. That's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's the plan. I know. Yes. Everyone always laughs at my plan. It's not going to work. But okay. I appreciate it. I appreciate it might. I appreciate your desire to be prepared. Okay. If I can at least keep a plant and an animal clean, no. then we're good with the kids. No, it's not. It's not true. It's not true? No, it's not true at all. <laughs> As you can see, I'm not ready for kids. But you know what? Good luck. <laughs> Good luck with your plan. <laughs> Just be ready for me to come to you panicking. No, that's fine. Advice, Panic away, girl. Whatever. Everyone's like, "Oh, now that the wedding is happening, um, are you gonna have kids?" Ugh. And I'm like, "Uh, not anytime soon." What are y'all? Girl, no, that's the number one thing that people ask you after you get married. The number one, like literally the same day. Like on your wedding day, you better get ready. Oh god. Everybody's gonna be like, You ain't gonna fit that dress in six months, girl. <laughs> <laughs> god, so get that ready. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that's definitely gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And it's even funnier too when people are like well, everyone always plans to wait, but yeah. when the honeymoon comes around, and I'm yeah. like, "Girl, trust me, taken care of." Right, this literally is not just got this thing replaced. Okay, you know, like, girl, <laughs> trust, trust. 
Okay. Yeah. It ain't happening anytime soon. Yeah. I think people assume when you get married that you're automatically off birth control. And it's like, um, excuse me? Who are you? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> and who are asked you, me? Um, Someone was gonna... like, so if you're not going to have kids right now, then when are you going to take the implant out? And I was like, when I'm ready to have kids. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so that's literally when it's happening when i'm ready it will come out but that's just me i'm just i'm still a child so <laughs> whatever you're I more am. grown up than me i mostly just don't have the patience yet that's really what it is if i'm just being honest i, just, I mean I look, I'm, I'm not trying to to be like you know you need to have kids now i'm just saying you do have the patience now you just don't think you do because i same way i was said the same thing like literally said the same thing like i don't want to have kids right now because i don't like kids and i don't have the patience well you didn't even want kids period yeah so you did you did like a complete but then as soon as you have them you realize stuff about yourself that you never knew i mean you're never going to be prepared so so i just want to say like don't be like i'll have kids when i feel prepared because like just have kids when you want to you know so the plan is (laughs) We're going to have kids once we get to a better place financially and we feel as though we have more patience. That's a good plan. I wish I thought of it. (laughs) I am not. I am not doing. Y'all, see? This is our new normal. Talking about kids. I am and you are your feelings are valid your plan you what she's I mean, really you know what? saying I don't is, even know what I expected because it's you you literally will literally. schedule out every second of your life like, literally <laughs> so, you're not gonna do anything you feel like mm, I don't know that's not I'm not spontaneous let me just uh I'm plan not <laughs> nothing about me is I mean I think back in the old days, I used to be more go with the flow, but I don't, life happened to me and now I just, I'm not spontaneous. Mm-mm. I need a plan. Yeah. I think life taught you to make a plan, but you were always kind of type A, you know? I thought I was more go with the flow than that. I mean, yeah, you can still be go with the flow and still be wanting to have a plan. Like you know is the plan to be here and then go with the flow or is the plan to be like over here and go with the flow (laughs) i do schedule out my go with the flow moments yeah right like i do i'll be like okay once we get here i'm gonna just go with the flow (laughs) do we want to do from 1 to 3 p.m (laughs) (laughs) why do you know me so well oh Oh God! I can just see. So. I really, honestly, laugh every time I think about your honeymoon and the fact that I'm like, she's probably gonna send him like Google invites to every girl <laughs> to every event Literally. in the honeymoon. Like, okay, so from nine to ten, we're gonna wake up to a sunset brunch. Okay, from ten to ten to fifteen, yeah. we're gonna have sex. Okay. And then- <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know. Well, you know we need if it's on the schedule it'll get done that's how i see it (laughs) it'll get done if it's on the schedule look i appreciate that perspective i really do i have a problem i know (laughs) um 
which leads us to the end of this podcast episode, guys. Clearly. <laughs> we've gone left at this point. Yes, we've gone left. But I hope you guys enjoyed it nonetheless. I mean, this yeah. is really just us kind of catching back up with yeah. everything. And, you know, what do you guys got going on, too? Like, I'm just, it's been so much. It's been so much, guys. We got through mm-hmm. it together, though. Look, we're getting through it together. Mm-hmm. Things are hopeful again. Exactly. So I'm happy. I'm definitely a lot better. I am. I'm feeling better. Starting to get to the point, like I said, starting to clean up <laughs> the pieces mm-hmm. of everything that went on in the past year and just putting myself back together. So, yeah. Very nice. So. Okay. On that note, since we're living new happy lives, go ahead and follow us. We are at Dear Me Podcast on both Instagram and Twitter. In the bio, you can also find our personal social media handles. I am at Youngfully Employed yes, pretty much I'm on everything. Mm-hmm. Brian Warner Music, BW Music on Twitter. I think I'm youngfully E on Twitter, but everything yeah. else I'm pretty much youngfully employed. Twitter is so annoying. I know. They're the only reason I had to make that handle right. different. Like, why can't like, it just lame. be the same thing on everything? Like, can't y'all just chill with these character limits? I know. Anyway. <laughs> First world oh, problems. It's, see, um, I don't even know it. It's Brian W Music on Twitter. See, I don't even know. See, this is why I tagged the wrong person last time because yeah. your things are just all over the place. Other than that, um, (laughs) we do have some things coming up. We actually are going to be having a special guest. Very special. On an upcoming episode. Mm -hmm. And I'm very excited about that. So stay tuned. Yeah, you guys are going to be, you're going to love her. I swear. Yes. I mean, literally, I don't think we could have found a more perfect guest. You'll see. You'll see It's such a fun episode. It is, for sure. And um, other than that, do we have any other announcements? Oh, follow me on my baking business page. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's bwbakes underscore. So make sure you put the underscore at the end. Bwbakes. Yes. Woohoo! <laughs> you are a business owner. Like I a know, business right? business owner. Double business owner. A double business owner. I do. You went from working for somebody last year to now owning two businesses. You're grinding, Crazy. girl. Crazy. Grinding. All right. I, I think that's it, right? I think so. We did it. All right. Woohoo! We made it back! <laughs> <laughs> Catch you guys in our next episode. Excited! Woohoo! See Bye. y'all soon! See ya. Bye!